have to be such a cunt. I don't like it when you call me cunt. <laughs> All right, speaking of cunts. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't yell at me. People are listening. Uh, right. Okay, so where should we start this? Like, this is my girlfriend, Sarah, and I'm the other one. Do you want to say hi? Hi. Say hi again a little bit, a little bit deeper. <laughs> sorry, I keep coughing. It hurts Can you do it more throaty? Hi. Oh, yeah, do the whole show like that. Okay, oh. all right. So, how do we, what should we do? Should we do background? Let's do a little background. Okay. When did we find out you were barren? Oh, um. Okay, that's a hateful <laughs> word. That is not, that is not a good word. That's worse than cunt. Um, <laughs> I think in September. Yeah. That's yeah. That's when the doctor pointed to the poster of the <laughs> necrotic tissue that happened to be my ovary as well. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. So we had tried five times up until then, and then you did some drugs, and then they have to do uh, an, a wand ultrasound where you're penetrated by a magical ultrasound wand. Uh-huh. Did I just make that, like, did I just verbally assault you again? No. No? Yeah. Okay, and then the doctor <laughs> pointed out you had endometriosis. Uh-huh. And then, and then what happened? I mean, really, we, what happened? This I don't know, we waited for a very long time until about five weeks ago we got a call saying the surgery had finally been scheduled to remove the cyst. Okay, alright, and how did that make you feel hearing that you were gonna... I was elated. Okay, yeah. To hear that there was a date finally after waiting since September. So I waited from September until June. Okay, so can Canadian healthcare is free. Right. However... Right. You wait a long so, fucking time. I mean, time. it was elective. It wasn't life-threatening. Okay. So those are the reasons why I would wait. So you're defending our healthcare system? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. I will defend our healthcare yeah. system. I will not bash it. Okay. All right. Sorry. No, I understand. I understand. <laughs> I understand. Healthcare. Waiting, waiting sucks, but yeah. um, we're also not paupers because I needed the surgery. Paupers? Yeah, like, we didn't have to pay Okay, what did you say? Okay, the first word you said was necrotiting. What did you say? <laughs> Necrotic. Necrotic. Can you explain what that means for like my... dead tissue. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. In reference to your uterus. Is that right? Or right. Fallopian well, tube, maybe? He, when he pointed out the poster of all this, like, horrible-looking flesh and stages of disease that I'd been staring at in the doctor's office yeah. awaiting his arrival, Right. Um, I was like, ooh, what's that, you know? Not thinking anything of it, and then after when he <clears throat> did the ultrasound, he found he pointed at that same poster I'd been staring at to help me understand my new diagnosis. <laughs> Lucky you. Yeah, so I was scared by that horrible looking yeah. picture. But that was back in September. Okay. All right. So you so get the call, and then yeah. Um. Well, I was very very nervous leading up to the surgery. I'm not a good patient. At all? No, you're not. Like and I follow instruction. I'm a good patient that way, but I don't. I get white coat syndrome, and I'm just very nervous around things. I think I cried a few times before the surgery date. Yeah. Well, that's normal. I just, yeah. uh, I just tune you out at those points. I just. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. That's I'm trying why to sound my cool. Oh, you bitch! Is that why? No. <gasps> I was trying to make it right for Malcolm. Oh, okay. Keep his routine the same yeah. with you in the morning so I could go get cut open. Right. Okay, so let's lights. let's start with uh, that morning. Um, well, I slipped out of the house before. Yeah, and just so everyone knows what kind of wife I am, I, I, I rolled over and I think I patted you on the back and then I went back to sleep because that's who I am as a person. Well, I think the night before when I was having a lot of anxiety around the surgery and I was trying to get things ready, you had already gone to bed and you told me just <laughs> calm down. I think that's okay. the kind of no, wife no. you are. I, I think I said shut the fuck up and go to sleep. <laughs> I think that's what happened. I was trying to pack that stupid little bag of, uh, what do they want, slippers and a robe or something, Yeah. which I didn't actually need in the end, but okay. it was just a day surgery. So I was really nervous the night before. I had trouble getting to sleep. I didn't. No, <laughs> no, you didn't. Okay. Your head hit that fluffy pillow and away you went. This but. is true. Okay, so you roll out of bed, you can't drink anything, you can't eat anything. Oh yeah, I was not allowed. To, I was NPO, nothing by mouth. What's the P midnight. stand for? Was it um Is it's it Amish? Per oral. Latin? Oh. 
Nothing for oral. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. No, I'm sorry. You're doing me the favor. You are helping me. What are you talking about? By doing this. Okay. So I'm just going to go ahead and let you talk now. Okay. So. Um. Well, you're not a good interviewer. You okay. need to like. Thanks me. for mocking me on my own show. You're okay. Okay. You're welcome. Thanks for that. Appreciate that. Okay. So I don't know why you can't tell a story. Um. How I'm about? Okay. Focusing. I know from it's all the, of my abdominal pain. Yeah, apparently. I know. I'm really sorry about that. I'm really sorry <laughs> about that. Um, okay, so you're in the car now with your parents. You're heading to the car. Well, obviously you're with your parents because I would not be a good companion for this. You feel? No, I wanted because the surgery was early in the morning. I had to be at the hospital by six fifteen, so I wanted Malcolm to be able to sleep his normal sleeping routine and to wake up, and you guys have a normal morning. Instead of waking him up early to drive him to my mom's house so that you could be the one to drop me off. But anyway, they dropped me off. Um, I went to admitting. They took all my info. So uh, I had to go sit in this waiting room at um, that hospital, women's hospital, where I had surgery. was. It's not like a new building. It's pretty old, so it's kind of gross, <laughs> actually, in that front entrance. And there's a security guard and stuff because it's in a gross part of town so I'm glad I didn't have to wait in that spot too long and I went upstairs and the the nice lady uh, upstairs said oh your surgery what did she say uh yeah so you'll be in around noon so I, I was like oh so my mom should come pick me up around noon oh no you're not actually scheduled until noon and I thought, oh, crap, you know, I've it's like 6.21 now because I'd be there by 6.15. And I wasn't allowed to bring any personal items at all. So I had to give my mom back my cell phone. Plus, it could get stolen, right? Um, and I was like, oh, my God. And I was so nervous. But the idea of sitting there for another five and a half hours thinking about the surgery was like torture. So I snuck in Game of Thrones, the first book. <laughs> so you're waiting for something, reading a book. So you're essentially time traveled back to 1992. Right. 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 I had no cell phone, no internet connection. It's Disgusting. very strange. What kind of life is that? Yeah. yeah. But good thing I can read, right? True. So I went, uh, this lady comes to get me, another lady. And she's like, oh, you brought a house coat and slippers? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, well... Um, the paper told me I should do that. Well, you're not staying overnight. You're not going to need that. <sighs> you know, like this, this is a big inconvenience for her. I know. And I was like, okay, then thanks. I'm nervous. Fuck off. But, um, and then I had to pee in a cup. I'm like, I don't know why I'm peeing in a cup right now. Like, <laughs> what's the point? I don't know. She didn't tell me why. And I had already peed. So there was like nothing there. It literally was two millimeters in this. Did it have, like, your name on it and everything? There's, like, an order on it? I feel like I didn't see my name. I feel like it was the generic cup where I broke the seal and my, like, that little sticker on it. Yeah. So I cracked it open, tried to trickle in. I think I said millimeters, but I meant milliliters earlier. I don't know the difference. Okay. okay. Right. Well, we'll pretend like okay, I didn't make distance. that mistake. One is distance. Right. One is volume. So, um, I don't even know what I was saying, you're, but... You peed in the cup. Oh, yeah, and then I had to change into the little blue gown, you know, this one in the front, this one in the back, to make sure you're covered, and I couldn't have any of my own stuff, and then she gave me of this big blue bag to stick all of my things in and stick in the a lock, uh, locker, so I, I kept my book, because I'm like, there's no fucking way I'm sitting here for five hours not doing anything. And I come out of the little room now with my little pee cup with two <laughs> milliliters of pee in it and um, my book. And I walk out and there's two other women wearing the same outfit as me. Also looking uncomfortable and bored and scared yeah. and pale. Um, and I look around. There's no nurses anywhere. I can't see anything. And I'm standing there with my pee. And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, um... Did you ladies have to pee in a cup as well? Because I don't know what to do with my pee now. And then, like, a minute later, a nurse walks by, and she's like, oh, I'll take that. She didn't ask my name. I had never seen this nurse before in my life. She was new to me. And uh, she grabbed it and walked away. And I was like, I don't think that was labeled. 
So um, somebody else has used my pee to, to have a clean drug test or something <laughs> now. Um, anyway, didn't get any callbacks for that. I would like to know what they do with the pee, like if they're investigating for infections or something well, to know. Well, it like a little late at that point? Well, what if they run it through a lab and then call you at post-op to see, like, oh, we need to start you on an antibiotic or something? Like, maybe it's a prophylactic kind of thing. I don't prophylactic know. Prophylactic now? Isn't that a condom? Is that not a condom? <laughs> Ow, don't make oh, me laugh sorry, that hard. Sorry, Ow. sorry. I'm sorry, but isn't that what they call a condom in the 50s? A prophylactic? What am I speaking Cantonese? Why can't you? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Ow. Ow. I'm sorry. Uh, you made me laugh so hard the night of my. <laughs> Wait, okay, don't okay, don't yet. go I, there. I'll, I'll remember that because it's re- it makes me look like a total jerk. So. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, ouch. So anyway, <laughs> uh, I didn't have to wait there very long though. I got I hunkered down with my book. I'm like, okay, I'm here for five hours. Oh. I'm cold. I don't have my slippers because I wasn't allowed to bring my fucking slippers. I have these little blue tearaway booties oh, that you have to wear awful. like the little paper things yeah and um i'm really tall so those gowns are like mini skirts on me it yeah. was like i was it was just awful but uh, a nurse came and got me right away in front of the other two girls and i was like see ya were you like flipping them off yeah like, no i wasn't they appeared equally as scared as myself but this lovely nurse took me to this room laid me down on a, a bed and put a warm blanket on me had just come out of the dryer heater or whatever and she just was so nice and she looked me in the eye she made sure she said my name right you know all those things so she was very kind and explained everything to me and then the surgeon came and did the same thing and he was really nice and then the anesthesiologist came and did the same thing and he was really nice to you like we may kill you Right. I hope um, this isn't the last time I see you. No. they. Those are alarming. Do you have life insurance? No. <laughs> oh, ow. <laughs> ow. Um, <laughs> ow. Okay, I'm sorry. It's like you I'm make sorry. me laugh so deep down sometimes, and that's where it hurts still. That's why you I haven't it. laughed in five days. <laughs> it's five days post-op because it hurts. Um, I don't know. She, like, explained how it was going to feel afterwards and Tell had a me. checklist. Tell me. Um, well, she it. said, because it was a laparoscopic surgery. Which means you go through the vagina lips. No, no Sandra. Just, you're all about vaginas all the time. <laughs> I should be ashamed no. of this. Oh, okay. boy. That's, well, another, no, that's no. another show. Yeah. Um, that's the Catholic Death Wish Hour starring my mom. <laughs> and, and Shane. <laughs> Co-starred <Ow>. by Shane. <laughs> uh, okay. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay, laparoscopic surgery, they go in um, with these little, I don't know what you call them, but they only do, they did four incisions. One of them's in my belly button, one on each, like, lower abdomen, like, close to my hip, and then another one in, um, like, on the left, to the left of my belly button, higher up. And those incisions are only, you're so serious right now. I'm really now. interested because I have yeah. a question. Okay, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, go ahead. Actually, you've never really asked me anything about the surgery until now. now. You were saving it all up. a terrible person. That does make me a terrible person. You're using me. Yes. I feel used. Right, yes. So yeah. each incision is only uh, five millimeters. Okay, which would be what, what do you think in an inch? Like a quarter of an inch? I don't fucking know inches. Well, I'm Canadian. Let's say this is an inch. Okay, do you think it would be half an inch? A quarter well, there's 2.54 centimeters oh, in one inch. Nerd! <laughs> I feel like this whole show, Ow. you could just be screaming nerd into this microphone. You know okay. what? I don't need to take this. Right, no, I I'm could just... be watching season seven of Sons of Anarchy right now, I'm which so... is what I want to do yeah, during my post-op recovery time okay. while Malcolm's napping. All right. Okay. All right. Because <laughs> that show is ridiculous. Okay. And then the one at my belly button's the bigger one. That's only one centimeter. But that means the incisions are really small, and it heals faster, and it's less invasive. So this is all good. But in order to do so, they pump you. I did not know this. They pump you uh, full of air, or I guess CO2. CO2. Is that carbon dioxide? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Well, not Hmm, everyone knows, okay? No, I just, I don't know why we have to get so specific, but you're the one who looked that up. 
Okay, yeah, because I'm I'm Little Miss, the internet has an answer, and you're Little Miss, something's wrong with me, and I don't know what. So somewhere in the middle is a normal person. I don't know which middle. I don't know who it is. I don't well, know. Well, that's the your job is. to take care of me after. Right. Mine and Google's, yeah. Together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, but when they when they took you in before the surgery, and they were warning you, and they were all warning you, what were they warning you of? What's the oh, worst she was scenario? warning me about the the fact that they pump you full of the air, and that uh, when you lay down, or sorry, when you're standing up, the air literally rises inside of your body, so it can cause um, shoulder pain. Or what seems like chest pain, like heart attack, oh. chest pain, and I that really I remembered that, which is nice because even though I was like kind of pretty out of it after my surgery, I remembered that she had told me that, so I didn't. Well, I panicked a little bit later, but I didn't panic right away when that did hurt. It was almost like I couldn't tell my stomach hurt because my shoulders hurt so much afterwards. But she told me about that, and she told me that, you know, what kind of blood would be coming out of my incisions and out of my vagina. Yeah. Um, Stella? So call? all of... No, I called her Clarice. Oh, that's my your sis. endometrioma. But yeah. But what about your vagina? Because we're not talking. That's too far. What? Okay. No, no, that's too far. I have a pet name for mine. I, I know you have a pet name for yours, but I guess we're just not going to tell anybody. Do, what? Yours? I can't even remember. Shit. I don't. I'll have to think. Listen, about it. like it was ridiculous. Ow, ow. I, I remember what it was. Do you, I remember that exact Anastasia. conversation. Anastasia. <laughs> yeah. Anastasia. When we first ow. started dating, I can't remember where we were. Oh, who but I remember to this? No one. Just your mom. Just your mom. Thanks. Maybe your dad. Oh. And we were laying there, and I was like, "If your vagina had a personality, what what would your <laughs> vagina's name be?" And you were like, "Do you want to say it?" <laughs> Do you want? You're like, you you mock smoked a cigarette and you're like, Anastasia. <laughs> and didn't I call yours Viv? I called mine Vivica. I A was... Box. What was, that, what was the actress's name? Was it Vivica L Fox? A Fox. A Fox. Anyway, I thought that was really funny. But who the fuck is that now? Nobody. She was from Independence Day that one time. And now oh. nobody would know. Like the '90s kids, they don't know who Vivica L. Fox is. Dave I don't. Fox. I'm not sure I know who she is. Anyway, I'd like to rename my vagina. If anyone has any suggestions, send them in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anastasia. Um. Okay. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. Okay. So, so they told you what kind so of. So she's bleeding you after. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. I don't know what else she told me to warn me. Oh yeah, like I can't go in a hot tub or something for three weeks oh. and no bending and lifting and pulling and pushing. Yeah. So immediately I said, no vacuuming? And she's like, no, no vacuuming. You were like, yeah, I want surgery every day. Yeah, right. So, um, And then the yeah. surgeon came? What did the, the surgeon, surgeon came and uh, he just told me that one out of every 2,000 chance there's a one out of 2,000 chance or something or times that this surgery is performed that your bowel gets perfed. perfed? Like they okay. nick it. Okay. Um, and and then, then they would have to open you up to repair that damage to your bowel. Like bowel meaning your shit tube? Yeah, like, like yeah. Like your intestines? Yeah, your intestines. That's terrifying. Okay. Yeah, but it didn't, it didn't terrify me or anything. It was like, a, oh, yeah, you got to say that to everybody. You got to patch up my shit tube. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. <laughs> so he, he was very reassuring, though. And then the anesthesiologist came in. He was really nice. I really liked him because he was like, he was just really nice to me. And his resident could not get an IV started in my hand for some reason. Um, but when the, the real guy did it, he couldn't either. He's like, oh, you have some kind of blockage. I don't know what he said. He had a heavy accent, but I liked him. And then when he tried it in my right hand, right away he got the IV, and he told me about how they were going to have to intubate me, put a breathing mean? tube in while I was under. And I think I made a face, and he just right away picked up on my body language of pure terror of the thought of me being intubated terrifies me as well. Because you see people like that, right? Yeah, totally. I'm a bad patient. I do not, I don't like doctors touching me. I don't like being interviewed. I don't like the idea of being unconscious and people working on me. I, it terrified me, but they're all really, really nice. Um, and because once they got the IV in, Oh, the other good news was um, 
that the girl at the front desk had made a mistake and the surgery was not scheduled for noon. It was scheduled for 7.30 in the morning. Oh, great. So by the time I was like being interviewed by the first nurse who was really lovely, um, it was already about 10 after 7. And I I think it helped calm me down a bit because I was like, well, for better or worse, it's, you know, it's coming and I'm going to get it over with. So that was a good feeling. Yep. And then I got to walk to the operating room with the nurse um, holding the IV bag. Is she ringing a bell singing, shame? No, shame. she was not doing that. That's a Game of Thrones reference. I love that. Yeah. Um, she was not doing that, I thankfully. I could, you know what? If I would have been there with you, I would have done that. Because I and that would have the been habit from, you know, so that one time. supportive of you. I would have really... Would you have walked with your eyes downcast or anything with me behind you? No, I might have elbowed you, though, with my good arm. In the throat? Maybe. Or in the, the, the hurt shoulder? Just mm. whatever you can reach. Is yeah, it, like it would have just been like car? a reflex <laughs> yeah. where I would have just gone for something. Okay. What was um, that long walk like? I've never walked into a It a wasn't surgery. very long. But it was funny because I walked in and the, everyone looks up because they're all in the operating room. And I went, holy shit. Like, I walked in this operating room and it was like a fucking operating room. Like, that, first time ever. Like, on television. Yeah, because I never go in the operating rooms at work, obviously. Like, right. don't work there. I'm not a nurse, not a surgeon. And, uh, like, those big bright lights were hooked up and there were so many machines. And there were, you know, like, uh, what do you call those? Uh, tools, operating tools, That's, and they should cover that. Everyone cover was wearing those gowns already, like the apron things, and they had masks on, and it was like, holy shit, you know. Um, and I think I just stood at the doorway, like, oh god. But then I walked in. The surgeon's like, oh, you're walking to the surgery. That's a new one. So I guess normally they take the stretcher, but yeah. for some reason they were running like a minute or two behind with me. I don't know why. That's okay. So I laid down and uh, everyone, I just, the one of the last things I remember, because I, I laid down and um, I was looking up and all you could see was everyone's eyes because they were wearing masks and they were all so squinty. I could just tell they were just giving me the biggest smiles, you know, making me feel good. And uh, the surgeon's like, hold my hand because they were starting to like put leads on my body to monitor my heart. And you mean leeches? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and like What's oxygen. What? What's a lead? I don't know. It's a little thing. It's like Hash? an electron, <laughs> electro thing that connects to your skin that helps monitor your whatever they need to monitor. I don't know. Right. Okay. Not a doctor and I'm not scientific. Pretty sensitive. Okay. But they did it all down my body, those leads. And, um,. Then the resident, again, the anesthesiologist, it was a bad morning for him. He couldn't get the IV. He also mentioned that he saw me at work earlier, so I was incredibly embarrassed because it was a fear of mine that yeah. I would run into someone that I worked with who would be operating on me or be in the operating room, and I ran into two, oh. right? And I was like, oh, you know, I was like, please just don't, just forget it's me. Please don't talk about it. I just, it's my nightmare. And then he couldn't get the IV in. And then he's trying to give me um, something to, I don't know, get me settled before with a mask. Um, like a drug? Yeah, a drug of some kind. I think it was midazolam or something. And before they put me out. But he put, it was like the pressure coming through, the air that was blowing was good. I could breathe it in really easily. But when I tried to exhale, it was like the pressure wouldn't let me exhale enough so then I started kind of feeling panicked because he had this thing over my face that he was holding very firmly could you move your hands? yeah I wasn't like tied down or anything oh. at this point but I remember feeling like they were working on my arms so my arms were at my side like Jesus yeah. and so I would just I, I like snapped my head to the side really quickly to get out of the mask and I was like I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I'm sorry. The pressure is too strong. So then they changed it and he tried again and he put it really firm on my face again. And I think I was able to breathe like three times. And then I was like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. So then the surgeon came back and he just held my hand again and he's like, I'll take it. So he took it from the resident and he just hovered it above my face instead. He never made contact with my skin. 
um, and I could breathe just fine. And then all eight people, there were eight of them at that point, they all came around me in a circle. So I'm laying on the table and I'm looking up and all around me are all these smiling eyes. <laughs> and they wanted to go through, like, for the 18th time, what procedure are you having today? What is your name? She just said circumcision. Is this your sig- signature about what the procedure we're going to do? Like, it's just, they're just do you think quadruple checking. Mistakes? Like, that's why they have to do it so often? I'm sure. That's scary. It's protocols and yeah. stuff. And they talked about who's going to do the protocol before, or, okay, you do the protocol, I'll be the witness. Like, they had a little chat wow. about it before. But um, they did all that, and I just remember them saying, okay, now just breathe deeply, relax, and keep your eyes open so we can tell when you go to sleep. And they all were smiling, and I just remember going, okay, that's good, and that's the last thing I remember. And then I woke up in the recovery room, new face of a nurse, someone else, and I was, like, upright on bed in the bed, and it was like I, I just kept falling asleep sitting up. It was really funny. Felt really nauseous at first. Just like overall pain. And she gave me some fentanyl through my IV to help Ooh, with the pain. Yes. Um, fentanyl, yes. Yeah, yes. you recognize that yes. one. But Glorious. then she took my IV out right away and she didn't... You know why? Because she's going to give herself that dose of fentanyl. <laughs> she just was sort of like, that feels better. And I'm like, yeah, I feel better. Like I didn't feel like, oh, I'm pain free. I didn't think I would be pain free, right? Mm-hmm. After a surgery and... Um, what I figured out from the surgery is I have a pretty high tolerance for pain. Great. For what's to come. I think, anyway. Yeah. Um, because my periods have hurt way more than my post-op recovery That's has hurt. really bad. But this, this Yeah, like I've realized how bad they were, the fact that I had surgery and it didn't hurt as much. Well, I've noticed since, kinda crazy. since we first met to, and I didn't live with you then, but I've noticed how debilitating your periods have gotten over the past, especially the past three years. And I just never really realized that it was something, you know. It's just like, oh, my period's bad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is why I'm a bad patient, because I don't think, everyone's like, so you haven't gone to the doctor about this? I'm like, well, no. Why would you do that? It's your period. (laughs) Yeah, it's supposed to make you hunch over and... And, like, grab a crucifix and start screaming, right? That's totally normal. Right. Yeah. That's right. 110, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so now where are you? What do you want to know? You're post-op, and uh, you're sitting in the bed. And is she like, dong, dong, where is my automobile? Do you remember that? What's that from? 16 Candles, (laughs) when that little Chinaman is, like, super drunk and passed out. Oh, I don't know that reference. Okay. Well, if I was a nurse, that's how I would wake people up. But she she was. She was like, Sarah, breathe. Breathe. <laughs> well, I had like an oxygen monitor on my fingertip, I guess. And I could hear the alarm go off, but it was like I would stop breathing um, when I woke up. Or not stop breathing, but I would breathe very shallow. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just because my belly hurt. So I was having these little shallow breaths and... Um, then the alarm would start going off and she'd be like, breathe, breathe. And I would have to concentrate really hard to breathe. And then the, the alarms would stop going off. And that happened like three or four times. Uh, I have no sense of how much time went by because I literally was like in and out of sleep at that point. And I don't know how much time went by between her giving me fentanyl and taking the IV out. But um, once I was like awake enough... I know I was only in that post-op room for 35 minutes after being, like, awake. Because mm-hmm. um, as soon as I started waking up, she's like, okay, we're going to call your mom. And I was totally out of it still, like, really, really sleepy. And then she tried to get me to stand up right away. Um, but then I got really, really spinny and nauseous really badly. She gave me something for that, and then... And then I had to wait like two minutes and then she got me up again, made me get dressed right away, got me out of the bed, put me in a chair. Ouch. Um, but it wasn't in like a mean kind of way, but it was just really fast. Like I didn't have a lot of time to just take it easy sort of thing. She saw, she could see if I walked about six feet back and forth, shuffled, I'd like to say I shuffled, <laughs> um, and then I sat in this big chair, and they cleaned up my bed, and it was like I had never been there. 
But I remember feeling really tired and dazed in the chair, and I knew my mom was about to get me. And I was all dressed, and I was ready to go. And all I could think about was, uh, where's my Game of Thrones book? Because I had brought it in illegally, and the nurse said she would make sure that it, wouldn't, it didn't get lost before I went for surgery, because I didn't have it locked up. So they brought me my Game of Thrones book oh, back. Nice. That was nice. And uh, then I was just, I looked up at the nurses, because my nurse had left. I have no idea what her name was. And then the charge nurse, I was like, am I gonna have, like, I feel like I was talking really slow. Uh, do I have a prescription for pain medication? I might have even said subscription, you know, at that point. And um, they, uh, from my perception, I got a lot of slow blinks. She didn't answer me right away, but I was loopy, right? And then she goes, well, let's see. So she can't find a prescription at all. And then they look at how much fentanyl I got. And they say to me, well, you didn't really need a lot of pain medication just now. She didn't fucking give me much. Well, I was like, oh, okay. So then in my head, I'm like, so I should have said it still hurts. Like, you should have given me more? Or, like, I in my head, I'm like, so because I didn't need Squeaky a wheel. certain quota yeah. of pain med, you're giving me nothing? Yeah. You know, I felt kind of like, fuck. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Well, squeaky wheel gets And then the I just now. feel like I said, oh, I think that's all I said. <laughs> and then my mom came and they wheeled me down the hallway in my wheelchair and I got in the car, and I never threw up, which was really oh, nice. Good. My parents brought me back to their house, and I slept in their bed for, like, three hours and felt really good. And then, and then what? I came... Did I come and pick you up? No, they dropped you off, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. And then uh, how, how, how were you feeling when the fentanyl started to wear off? Or after when you got home? Were you still doped up then? I think I was a little bit dopey, but um, I was able to eat something after I woke up. And I feel like this is boring for your oh, viewers or your listeners. listeners. Sorry, they don't view much. No, they don't view anything. <laughs> um, yeah. What are you doing? I'm just untangling uh, my, my headphones. Okay. I, you don't need to point that out. I, you know what? Sometimes when you have busy hands, you kind of it helps. Uh, well, my I, thought, I thought you were, like, Facebooking out. Yeah, yeah. I just sat you down in this big chair to talk to me while I do something more interesting. You do that all the time. You, like, talk to me, and then all of a sudden your eyes are not looking at me. You're not <laughs> I'm like, oh, she's Facebooking right now or something yeah. or Twittering, tweeting. Yeah, but this isn't about me, is it? No, no, it's not. <laughs> okay, where were we now? You're, you're I don't know in my What's, long-winded story. Shut up. No, it's a long, important story. What if somebody out there has endometriosis and they want to know what happens? You know, okay. it's interesting, I think. All right. So far. Riveting stuff. Up, doing great. So let's let's fast forward to you taking care of me now. Okay, wait a minute. I, there's something I want to say before you go into this. This is the first time in our relationship, since we've lived together, most certainly, that I have I have been taking care of you. Because up until this point, I had the kidney stones, I had the baby, and I had been... You, you had know, the C-section. Yes, yeah. Well, the baby. Yeah, C-section. Right, right. And I have been a burden on you. And a broken shoulder. Um, yeah. Yeah. Again, another another burden on you. Actually, I... I and I your fatigue syndrome. <laughs> oh. Wow. Hey, that is legit. That is too legit, actually. Oh, yeah. I, okay. I, I do suffer from exhaustion. So, okay. Is this where you bash like me, a, that I'm terrible at taking care of you when you're no. ill? Why? Or do you feel like you did a terrible job taking care of me when I was ill? Do did I you, feel? Did you wash my hair and sing Unchained Melody to me? No, I well, didn't. didn't well, we job. made uh, okay. pottery or something. No. <laughs> no, I just want you to sing to me while you wash my hair. It's always been a fantasy of mine. I Except tried to wash your like hair. What? You're like a centaur in my fantasy. A centaur? 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 Are oh, you talking yeah. about the man with the bull head? Why can't a woman be like a... Well, centaur is a man, right? With a, a bull head? No. I mean like a man, like a woman... You know what? This has gone too far. I, I have to finish it. Are now. we talking about Greek mythology yes, right now? I'm... It's a joke. 
None of it was funny. Okay, I take it back. You're always really good at pinning me down. You know, I don't understand. Psychologically pinning me down. I need to be creative. I, I have a flag. I need to fly. Make no sense. I know. Anyway, I was being stupid, but I really would like it if you did that sometime. Well, I wanted to when you broke your shoulder, but you were like, I can do it. And then you'd come and you'd have these huge greasy patches in your it's hair because you couldn't rinse or left handed. And then the thing with the yeah. fucking head and shoulders, it comes in that spout from Costco. It's like a pump. Yeah. So every once hard in a while, to do me, with one hand. Yeah, well, yeah. But I mean, every once in a while, the pump gets kind of get this congealed yeah, head and shoulder googly. stuff. In it. So like I, I rubbed it into my hair. And, and you come downstairs, you... and you're like, didn't you have a shower? And I said, yeah. And you're like, what are those big blue globs in your hair? And I was like, what are you fucking talking about? And then you picked it off, and I had realized it was the fucking head and shoulders uh, coagulation yeah. or whatever. <laughs> uh, anyway, anyway, okay, what were we talking about? Yes, I was, this is the first time that you actually needed me. And uh, I don't know. Okay, don't well, know. let's go back to me taking care of you. Okay. 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 What are your... Did you ever think to yourself, oh, my God, like, she's so unhelpful? Or, like, no. when you had kidney stones and you were barfing for four days and I was forcing you to drink the gastrolate and stuff? Yeah, that was, like, uh, what would that be, like, like a like a Gatorade-type thing with some kind of... Electrolytes, electrolytes in, in it. Yeah. So I was worried you'd get dehydrated, you couldn't keep anything I down. Had, I forced that down for the baby. Cause yeah, was, you it did. Was, it, it was disgusting. And I brought you to the hospital twice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I just feel like um, no one likes to be a burden, but I feel like I've been, like, I mean, other than the fact that you didn't reveal to me your disability, um, based, by that I mean your inability to be in the sun for any living, like, any given <laughs> length of time, I feel like you should have disclosed that to me. Right. Right? But other than that, I'm I don't a little feel pale. like you've ever needed me, you know, except, you know, feeding and watering and birthing a baby other than that you've never really been dependent on me and i've right. only been dependent on you so in a way it was like oh i'll get a chance to pay her back you know for that okay and uh what actually ended <laughs> up happening was <laughs> okay so what happened let's talk about it you came home did i do anything for you did i make you a cup of tea or anything i don't think i even did that no because my mom and dad came in because malcolm was very excited to see them and um, you made sure they had drinks and everything. Like, you made sure they were well taken care of. Yeah, fuck you. And, as long as your parents are happy. That's the important right. thing. Right. And I just sat on the couch just fine. Um, and it was kind of at that point I started discovering that what they had talked about, the gas pain in your shoulders. And um, it was pretty crazy. Like, you would just, you would sit up and be like, oh, okay, I'm sitting up. Okay, my tummy feels okay, you know. And then, like, I don't know, 10 minutes later, it's like, fuck, my shoulders are aching. And they just intense ache. And then it becomes quite sharp. Um, but, I, you know, at my parents' house post-op, I knew if I just laid down flat for, like, three minutes, it kind of all went away. And then I'd have to get up again and just kind of do these small little changes of position. And I would feel fine either way. And I just was taking, like... Uh, two Tylenols every four hours and that sort of thing but it was like end of the night I wanted to go upstairs to go to bed and uh <laughs> I had been feeling kind of like lightheaded ow ah sorry sorry it's okay um you know if I'm walking around too much I get kind of dizzy that very first night that I had had surgery and I started up the stairs, and I got up to, like, the third or fourth stair, and all of a sudden, I felt really dizzy. And I was like, Sandra, Sandra, please come help me. Can you help me? I feel really, ow. Don't make me laugh. I'm sorry. I was like, oh, I feel so dizzy. Can you help me? And, um, <laughs> all I remember is you coming, and you wouldn't even stand near me. And, you me and you're like, what's the matter? Oh, come on, that's home. You were, yeah, you were like, what? What's what's wrong? What's going on? And uh, I'm like, I just feel really dizzy. Can you just walk behind me? Just make sure I don't, you know. You were like, I just want you. I just want you behind me. <laughs> I just want you behind me. That's yeah. what I said for reassurance so that I don't fall down the stairs, right? That's what I wanted. 
And what did you say to me, Sandra? <laughs> say it. No, calm down so you can say it. Is say it like to all of your listeners. Shame. Shame. <laughs> shame. Oh, ow. I said. <clears throat> so I said. Okay. So I say, can you just stand behind me? to do i don't know i don't know did you laugh or did you cry it made me kind of um laugh in one quick burst and then i started crying because the laughter suddenly like i used all of my stomach muscles and the shooting pain went up my body the gas like and it redist like i could feel things moving around in my belly and then i just started saying fuck you get the fuck away from me just go the fuck lay down i don't fucking want you near me i got so I mad know. at you when you said that to I me know. i'm sorry do you remember me yes, yelling I at do. you and i was like i was okay. like get the fuck away i don't want you fucking helping me i don't need your fucking help i got so mad yeah. and the pain was searing up so i crawled up the stairs and i am on my, all fours and you're you I are laughing I and laughing it. and you started laughing more that high-pitched <laughs> laugh over higher higher I'm and i'm getting up the stairs and i'm like super crying now in pain really really sad and mad at you super nice. mad and then i get to our bedroom and that's when the chest pain hit Remember they said that I could get gas pain that would feel like chest pain, like a heart attack. Yeah. And it was like you couldn't breathe deeply enough because uh, it, it would be sharp. You know, like you try, try and take a deep breath every once in a while. Have you ever gotten like a sharp, like like a cramp, right? Yeah, like yeah. it's sharp and you can't breathe, so you can't catch your breath. Right. And that started happening to me. And then I started making, I was like, oh, <laughs> I started making this funny noise because I started, I think I started having a panic attack. Because I felt like I couldn't breathe at that point. And I think I was winded from walking up the stairs yelling at you. Right. While you, because all I could hear was your laughing, your high pitched laughing. I'm sorry. I wanted so badly to stop laughing, but it was like one of those things where like you're. (laughs) That's all I could hear. I'm sorry. But it was like, it was like, like at someone's funeral if something strikes you hilariously funny i could have died sandra i have a huge you have laughed more yes all the way to the bank with the life insurance money (laughs) yeah (laughs) anyway i am sorry but it was just one of those things where it's like so inappropriate kind of like remember when i was in labor and i first started pushing and you and i laughed yeah i did i i but i think mine was like (laughs) like i was like what the (laughs) fuck and then it was over (laughs) Because I could just see you working so hard, and I was like, oh, my God. You know, like, I had this weird, and it was like, like, it was this weird outburst, but it went away, like, within, I don't know, 1.5 seconds. Yeah, okay. You laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed some more. I know. And then some more. I think I laughed for, like, three minutes straight, and I was trying to And then you probably heard me shrieking, right? Yeah, I I, was concerned. I stopped being able to breathe and shrieking because I think I went into a panic attack. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't good. So then I got up there. And I'm pretty sure it wouldn't have happened if you hadn't (laughs) totally ripped on me. I'm sorry. But I was like, I just want you behind me. Well, like, why? I can't help you. I've got one bad arm. If you fall, like, I'm just going to be a landing place i'm not gonna be able to help what am i gonna do hold you up with my my weak arm or the broken one or both and still so you still think you wouldn't that that wasn't inappropriate what do you mean if that wasn't it wasn't my reaction like i just i it's like i needed you to just have a hand on my shoulder to like make the room stop spinning right to ground me yes i just needed you close to me and I made fun of you. And, okay, I can see where this is going. Yeah, I yeah. can see how you're feeling. I really empathize with what your character is stating right now. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. It was just one of those inappropriate things, and I could not stop myself from laughing. Cause Did you feel bad? I felt bad, but I could not stop laughing. It's like if somebody had a gun to my head, I think I would still laugh. 
It was just like, I had no control over it. It was just so stupid. Well, you weren't laughing once they started having my panic attack. Right. So then we get, I get upstairs and you're like super red in the face. Your chest is like really red. Even your arms are red because I, it's, you were on your back and it seemed to me you didn't have the strength to sit up. Yeah. Our bed is really soft and it's high and I couldn't, um, I couldn't sit myself up because my stomach hurt so much, but the sharpness in my shoulders and my chest wouldn't allow me to take a breath. Yeah. So it was like these tiny breaths, like I thought I was going to hyperventilate basically because I could only take these super short, shallow breaths without stabbing, searing pain. It was awful. It was not, it was, nothing was funny anymore. No. I just, I saw you there and it was almost like seeing somebody choking. Like you just like, you can't move fast enough. But it feels like you're running through water. So then I, I grab you because I know that from what you told me that the, it, like it's the CO2 that's stuck in your shoulders and in your chest. So I thought if you sat up, it wouldn't be so bad because you were trying to lay completely flat. Yeah, that was the weird thing because at my mom's house, when I first came out of surgery, I laid down, the pain would go away from my shoulder but that evening, after I had, like, that outburst where I got really upset with you and I cried or laughed and I, like, clenched my stomach when I did that and I could feel everything shot up. It was the weirdest feeling as I was walking up the stairs. Like, the sharpness came right away. So by the time I got to the top, right, um, and it was like I couldn't lay down and I couldn't stand up. The sharpness wouldn't go away no matter what I did. Um, but it would get worse when I laid down in my chest. Which is the worst. You can handle shoulder pain if it's compared to chest pain. Yeah. Like it's like, it's like it wouldn't go back to my belly and it wouldn't go back to my shoulder. It just stayed in my chest. I don't know. It was awful. It took a few hours for me to like settle. But yeah, it was fun. And then I think you settled me down and I, the sharpness went away and I started breathing again and then it came back like, I don't know, an hour later. And I, I had another like panic attack, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but th- it's weird because like that I could handle for some reason because I knew, like you know you just needed your back rubbed and a soothing voice and reminder to breathe do you know what you, the like... funniest thing was though while you're doing it because you're you're so sweet I am well your sweet little face and your eyes and you had your glasses on and you looked so worried and I just remember at one point I felt like I had calmed down and I looked at you and you just your sweet little face all all worried and rubbing my back and it made me laugh <laughs> You fucking bitch. How dare you? And uh, then I think I went back into, like, sharp pain again because I laughed. Here I am, just, you know, vulnerable. So you can't win. You're either, like, being a dick and laughing at me or you're being really sincere and compassionate and you, I still <laughs> laugh at you. I just remember, like, being like, oh, I can finally breathe. And then I looked at you and I remember just looking and breathing and I'm like, oh, my God, she looks so sweet. And then it made, I'm like, she looks really worried right now. Oh, God, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Like, it happened That's again. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, why does she look so worried? Why does she? <laughs> Should I be worried? Should why I be worried? be worried? Oh, my God, I can't breathe again. Yeah. That would have been a good time to smother you with a pillow. Because everybody would think Oh, that, that would have just... been a painful death. You think so? That was, that was a lot of pain. That yeah. was intense for me. Pretty intense. Yeah, but since then, yeah. like... Um, so that was just the first night, and then the second day, the shoulder pain was more of a dull ache, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't really have any more chest pains, I don't think, and then since then, it's just been my belly pain, and no more shoulder pain, and it's been quite fine. Okay, I did have one question, though. Um, that's the neighbors, oh. and I'd really like to send a special message, a special fuck you to whoever rang our doorbell at 2.47 a.m. I really have a sneaking suspicion it's the neighbor's... Yeah. 19-year-old drunk daughter or her friend. They do go out for smokes in the front there. So I could see one of them having leaned on our doorbell. Yeah. And like an oh shit. But it, it kept me up till I'd say about 5. Forever? Yeah, yeah. Which was really awesome. Anyway. Um, so do you think, because you never saw the surgeon after the surgery, right? Not which that I'm aware weird. of. Well, like unless he came right after and I was too dopey and I don't remember. But I don't think so. Because it would have been nice to be like, okay, we got all of it. There was some on the right side and some on the like. Yeah, he, no have... one summarized anything for me. Like, I just know that I'm alive and... A little bit lighter. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I get to see him in about four weeks for my post-op appointment. And I guess, like, he'll review everything, but... 
But do you think that, like, I guess you don't know, but your belly button and then two on the side, like, do you, do you think that means that there was something on the other ovary as well? Uh, no, they, you always get at least three punctures, I believe, with laparoscopic, because they're using those things to, like, blow you up and stuff. I don't know all the specifics, like, I could be kind of wrong, but you always have the the middle of two, and then the other one, I think... Maybe pumps the air in? Like, that's the sole purpose? I I don't know. Uh, Something like that. It's not like you can... There's never a a laparoscopic that only has, like, one, one little cut right they always have to have more than one i think okay good to know good to know okay so now what happens you go see him again and then what's the best case scenario as far as like conceiving a child what's the best case and then the worst case i don't even know like i feel like i was in there i had been in i yeah i was going to be inseminated right in september when they found I, out, yeah. For my cycle, and it was a few days before when I was going for the ultrasound. Yeah, the 10-day ultrasound. To, to look at my follicles, and um, that's when he found the big cyst in there, right? Yeah. And since then, it's like I haven't actually spoken to him about what my chances are or well, any of that. It was basically like everything's on hold yeah. until you have your surgery, and now everyone's asking me, oh, when are you going to try, and when does this happen, when does that happen? It's like I don't even know. I know he mentioned I might have to get hormone shots to stop. Luprin. Luprin. Yeah. Or lupin? Luprin. Luprin. Yeah. Anyway, I might not have to get them, he said, or I might have to. He was going to decide based on the surgery outcome, which again, I still don't know. He'll have to see how it heals and... uh, Yeah, I guess so. Because the Luprin is there to suppress any regrowth of the stuff but from what i like there's so much conflicting information like depending on which country like i tried to research it a little bit you know online not that it's in the actual there's no actual medical journal that i have you know yeah 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 access to but some study says it really helps some studies say it um you're is equal with a woman who doesn't have endometriosis and some say it makes no difference at all so somewhere in the middle i think i remember the doctor saying that the first three months after the surgery, your chances are as good as anyone else's, but I'll have to ask him again. And he did say that there's no greater chance of miscarriage for you versus any other woman. So those are all good things, I think. Plus, um, I don't know, I like I feel like this was really easy for me to go through personally. <laughs> but I'm I just I'm really looking forward to the next part because this part's been kind of shitty for you. I mean, well, it's the, been a really long wait. Yeah. And now the recovery part isn't as bad as I thought. Like other than that first night where it was really horrible. Yeah. Um, it's not been so bad. I'm just kind of sore and I walk slow. That's okay. That's but, kind of like being pregnant minus the sore part. You'll just waddle. Yeah, and I, I've, I've lo- my belly is kind of ex- distended, but That'll like, go yeah. All right, well, cool. I really look forward to uh, fathering another child <laughs> of yours. And, um, like, do you, like, just hypothetically, I've said this before, but in the labor room, do you mind if I eat? Like, uh, can I bring snacks? I know you can't have any. You're not allowed to laugh, okay? That's I it. I won't be laughing then, no. No. I'm going to go, I'm going to take, I'm going to start taking if you have, If you have one weird outburst, I'll allow that. If you go, blah, 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 like I did. Yeah. Well, no, I don't do that. I just continuously laugh inappropriately until someone slaps me. I'm like a, I'm like a three stooges. <laughs> you were like a witch cackling I downstairs, just stop. taunting me, and you couldn't stop. And I just kept swearing at you because it hurt more and more as I like, climbed up, and I was so mad that you had like, it was like you know in my head. You had one thing to do, you know. <laughs> you had one thing to do. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Send in the clouds. <laughs> Everybody says that, but nobody really wants it. Okay, I'm sorry. No. Uh, okay. So that's my story. It was good. I laughed. I cried. I hee hee heed or hee hee I think it's like way more sultry than that. I really feel like sultry? it's way more seductive than that. Yeah. I don't know. Let's just rewind this. You went into that laugh again, just thinking about how you screwed me over, <laughs> laughing at me. <laughs> well, you know what. <clears throat> I'm famous, and uh, yeah, I don't deserve to be treated this way. Okay. All right. Okay, any last... When, when's the next time we're going to hear from you? When you're pregnant, or... 
not. Like, I don't know. That's ever, a lot of pressure. Are you ever going to come back on this stupid show for jerks or not? Yes or no? Oh, it's just like my life is really boring, so I've got nothing else to talk about most of the time. But you have me. I mean... Right. Like I said, my life is really boring and... Ooh, I'm just no, kidding. Cool. No, that's cool. But maybe if there's a really fun thing in my life coming up, I can talk about it. Or yeah, hey, or how about the or, next time I hear you're in stirrups and I hear the doctor say, say uh, cough so I can grab your, stir- your, your cervix. That'll be the next fun thing you get to say because that's going to happen. He said that to me already. Yeah, I know. He's going to have to do it again. <laughs> and I will laugh. Are you going to come to my post-op appointment? I think so hope so it'd be good because you know me i get really quiet yeah when i'm the patients i'm really bad yeah you're all for advocating for people who um aren't you and then it's your turn and you're like um uh yeah like when he told me i had endometriosis i don't think i asked him one question and i left and i cried didn't know what it was and you send me a text that says i have endometriosis that's not a textable conversation that warrants a phone call, okay? <laughs> In case you're wondering. I didn't even know what it was. I was like, oh, fuck. Because to me, endometriosis meant infertile. Fertile? Yeah, right. Inf- you're infertile myrtle. Infertile myrtle? Infertile myrtle. Um, wow, that's a great nickname. I really like that. Yeah, but great. Not, not anymore. Nope. No way. Well, at least I won't have horribly painful periods once a month. Yeah. That I'm looking forward to. Me too. I'm looking forward to you only having like one more period and then you're going to get pregnant. That's what I think is going to happen. Because you don't need the Lupron. You won't need it. You're going to go in there and he's going to say, oh, That'd be sweet. nice because it causes really bad hot flashes. Oh. And I, I, apparently, that's what he says the most common problem with it is. And I run hot. Yeah. Like, I just tend to be, you know, there's some people that are always cold, but I'm, I'm usually warm. So I'm on the brink of a hot flash at all times in my life, and I can just see me myself sweating, sweating, sweating. You're so lucky. So gross. That was weird, too. Uh, after my surgery, I was always really cold, right? It's the anesthetic. Really? Yeah, it's the anesthesia. Did yeah. Dr. Google tell you that, too? I Googled it, yeah. And it said, uh, I didn't want to tell you the other things it said, because it said um, oh, anxiety, irritability. And oh, then, like, I was really anxious. I kept telling you yeah. that I was anxious. Yeah, and I didn't want to say, well, the internet said you would be, because I was like, you know, here, sign these documents. <laughs> and, uh, I wanted you to make some big life choices and sign right. over some of your assets. To Actually, you. it's funny you say that, because the nurse, she's like, okay, for 24 hours after the surgery... You are considered impaired. You may not drive. Do not sign any documents. Yeah. It was really funny. I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm not meeting with a life insurance guy. It was just funny. <laughs> you remember it made me laugh. Yeah. yeah, oh. Shh. Did we? Well, I canceled my life insurance and bumped you up to a million, so. Okay. You don't remember that? Signature I smell almonds, well. Sandra. Something <laughs> going awry. Yeah, Am I dying? Kool-Aid. Yeah, keep you, oh. keep you warm all the time. A little antifreeze, nice and sweet. So it makes you cold and anxious. There was a lot of things. It was like anxious, mood swings, um, like, like not rage, but like fits of um, oh, anger. Like when I was super ragey and angry with you for laughing at yeah, me? Yeah, it all It all came together once I <laughs> I think that's it. my natural self, though. I don't think that was... Well, they say when you're in a lot of pain, you see what you're really made out of, like what kind of person you really are. So what did, what did, what did you uh, notice about me then? Um, you were, you were pretty stoic, I feel, other than, you know, wanting to kill me. And I bet if you had a knife, you probably would have stabbed me in the nose or something. Like that one period. And then like a a day after I was like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed by the noises I was making when I was hyperventilating. Cause I was like, oh, oh, like I was making this weird noise like that where I was like, I can't breathe. Oh, oh. Remember I was like like making this high pitched. (laughs) I was. Well, you know what? Wait till you, oh. yeah, wait till you go into labor. I can't wait to see the fucking Maybe I'll sing, do. like, an operetta or something while giving birth. <laughs> la, 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 la. What's that song from Wayne's World? I see a little... A silhouette of a man. <laughs> uh. Good times. Okay, we should just end there, because we just had a good, like, uh, uh. All right, well, I don't know. I hope you come back on sooner than later. The, the shows I do with you always do much better than the shows I do by myself. Oh, are you going to use me as a billboard, you know, to advertise then? Yes, I will. I will do that. I think I'll call it the Sarah Show or 
What should we call it? I don't know. Something about me crushing you. Maybe you can have that in the title. Uh, I have to think about that. Uh, <laughs> that's what you're going to take away from this whole situation is that moment, right? No. Uh, I don't think so. Hmm? I'll tease you about it, though, for a while. Oh! <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Till till next time. We, what are your parting words? Um, 